All right, welcome back into the warm embrace of the Corporate Global Fantasy Premier League podcast. You are joined as ever by me, Taylor Hare, and we're back. It's Evan. It's Evan Estes. Um, and we're here. <laughs> that went from joyous to a little bit, uh, slightly <laughs> menacing. I was uh, trying to do menacing in the beginning. And- <laughs> Did not work out, so uh, I had to redeem myself. Wow. Um, And we're here to talk about and introduce all things related to the Corporate Global Fantasy Premier League. We're really excited to get things started, to wind up the season, and to, yeah, just get things kicked off. But before we do that, we have a quick PSA, uh, which has to do with a certain children's movie. Evan, you you have a children's movie that you <laughs> vaguely remember but can't remember the title of. Do you want to give our listeners some of the like cogent uh, like topics and visuals that you remember, maybe in the hopes that they might remember it as well? Sure. Um, yeah, if you could help me figure out what this title is, I'm going to do research after we're done recording um, until I find it. So I'm not going to sleep until I figure this out. So, so please help him. Please help me because this will be a few days before you hear it. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be all strung out on sugar and caffeine. So. <laughs> You're gonna be like uh, one of those guys <laughs> in, in the social network who's like working in the coding competition, and they're just like, yeah, exactly. That's me. That's me. Just like searching through all these '90s animated movies. Yeah. So it came out. I don't know. I don't know when it came out. If it was '80s, '90s. I remember watching it when I was very, very young. Um, so early '90s. It is about a rabbit, not Bugs Bunny and not Roger Rabbit. It is a movie about a rabbit. The rabbit runs fast, and I'm pretty sure the rabbit wears American flag pants or maybe an American flag like like attire in in some way. Um, and that's all that I remember. So if there's any anybody else that remembers it, Taylor has no idea what I'm what I'm talking about. Doesn't ring any bells for him. No so, recollection at all. I'm really hoping that this uh, was not just an Estes-only film and that someone else out there in our listening audience of about seven um, will have heard this, uh, will, will have watched this movie at some point. So, yeah, help me out. Wow. Help a brother out. I want to watch <laughs> it again. Yeah, we, we have a whole list of movies that we now want to rewatch after having a conversation about them earlier. Um, okay, well, with that take, taken care of, uh, let's talk about our fantasy Premier League. So what we want to do today is basically just reintroduce the league for anyone who may have uh, forgotten some of the rules, or if you're new to the league, um, if you're not familiar with the rules, um, kind of acquaint you with those. We'll introduce a new aspect of the league this year, which is the Zombie League, a kind of second parallel league. And then at the end, we're going to um, give one or two players uh, that based on what's happened in the offseason, we're really excited to watch and perhaps to add to our fantasy teams, depending on how things shake out. Um, so with that in mind, Evan, do you want to just give us just a quick rundown of like the two leagues we've got going um, and how those yep. are going to work? Yep. So the first league is going to be our classic league, uh, which is what we did last year. Um so this will be uh, a league in which you will uh, create a team in the very beginning uh, for game week one. 
and then you will be able to transfer players in and out as you want. Um, and it doesn't work like a draft. So this is not a draft league. You can have the same players as other, uh, as other teams in the league. Um, so just in case you were wondering if you're familiar with American fantasy sports, not quite um, the same in, in that regard. Um, so anyway, you will make transfers throughout the season. You will accrue points, as many, as, as many points as you can, um, from different things like goals and assists and clean sheets. And you will rack up as many points as you can, and uh, the person with the most points at the end wins. Um, that's basically the Classic League. Um, and uh, is there anything else we need to say about the Classic League? Yeah, I mean, just definitely try to get in there by game week one to give yourself, give yourself a chance. Um, yeah, we'll say a little bit more about the rules of the Classic League in a minute, yeah. but um, yeah. why don't you say a little something about the Zombie League? Sure, so the Zombie League is something new that we're introducing, and uh, it, it kind of speaks for itself, but basically, um, you will need to make a separate account. I think that's the first thing I want to uh, iterate, is you will need to make a separate account because you will make a separate team. And this second team that you make will be a Zombie team and you will, before game week one starts, you will draft all of your players that you want. Not draft, excuse me. You will pick all the players that you want. There will be overlap between the teams, I'm sure. But pick the players that you want, set your captain, set your vice captain, set your bench, and then you will not touch that for the rest of the season. So doesn't matter if there's injuries. You won't. You can't make transfers. Um you're not allowed to make substitutions um, from your bench. Even if you've already got the team, you can't just uh, change your starting 11 and you cannot change your captaincy or vice captaincy. It's literally once game week starts, you just let it go. So um, you will have to make a separate account. That'll take a little bit of time, but you will not be doing anything once it gets started. So um, we're just going to, it's kind of like an experiment to see uh, what ends up happening. Um, and introduce a little bit more fun and luck in the league and maybe, you know, give you a, another chance at winning something. So uh, it should be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. And it, it makes for a different strategy, too. Um, if you've played FPL before, like the classic game, uh, yeah, it, it's going to be a, a good mix-up of, of things to think about when you're making your zombie team. So I've already made the league. We'll get details out about that. Um, as we get started, but yeah, definitely, definitely want to, um, to let people know about that. And, and if anybody's listening and you're not really interested in making like a standard team and you only want to make a zombie team, that's fine with me too. Like, um, you know, if there are people out there that haven't played FPL before and you don't think that you're going to be watching and keeping up with it and you just want to do that, I'm totally down with that. So, um, we'd like to have at least, you know, a few people in each. Um, to make it a little interesting, but I know me and Taylor are, are going to be in both. So if, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, to play and I hope you make a couple teams and we'll see who wins. Yeah, I agree. I think the, the zombie league offers something very different in terms of like the feelings of playing it just because you can't do anything about it. So, you know, yeah. if, um, you know, you have Harry Kane and, you know, uh, knock on wood harry kane gets like a seizing it season ending injury or something like that yeah like that's just them's the breaks and you can't do anything about it and you have to hope yep. that the rest of your players 
um, are able to pick up the slack, which I think there's something really interesting and fun about that. Um, so yeah, so classic league, zombie league. Um, feel free to be in both. Evan and I are going to be in both, but also feel free to do just one or the other if that's more your speed. Um, cool. So just to dive a little bit into the rules of the classic league, because we don't really have to worry much about the rules of the zombie league other than the process of picking players. But um, with the classic league, you'll have rules related to transfers and things like that. And we just wanted to reacquaint everyone with those. Um, so the big, the main rule that we'll have to deal with kind of on a recurring basis is the rule um, that you only get one transfer per week, right? So you'll start out um, when you pick your team at the beginning of the season, you will have 100 um, pounds. Okay, we need, we got to settle this, Evan. What is our what is our term? Are we saying pounds? Are we saying points? Are we saying dollars? What are we pounds, saying? Pounds, I think, is what's in the game. So we're going to go with pounds. Yeah. Okay, we're going to go with pounds. Uh, that's been troubling me because I have gone. Forth. <laughs> I've gone. I've gone back and forth in, in other CGFPL podcasts. An hour. Like you've spent the last hour leading up to us recording, just like, oh, what is it going to be? Oh God, what, what are we going to do? It's all I thought about on my run today. Yeah, um, I think that. Uh, I think pounds is the way we go. Hundred, hundred pounds, or a hundred million pounds. I don't even. It might be million. Well, I think in the actual game, it represents million, but it. <laughs> <laughs> whatever but there's it no way matter. we're gonna do that it's just yeah, yeah that's kind of dumb pounds, 100 pounds. okay anyway um so uh you at the beginning of the season you'll have 100 pounds to spend on selecting players into your team um and you'll always have to make sure that you are under that 100 pound mark at any given point in the season so when you're bringing new players in and substituting players out you have to do that on the basis of having under 100 pounds worth of players in your team and so each player has a different um, dollar or pound value um and so where that comes in with transfers is you only get one transfer per week um any more transfers than that that you want to make is going to cost you four points per transfer so points are kind of the the um, within the economy of the game they're kind of the the victory, the victory metric, um, the thing you want to accrue. Um, and so it'll cost you overall in the game in order to make more than one transfer per week, unless you've saved up a transfer. So you can roll over one transfer. Um, uh, and if you don't make a transfer in one week, you'll have two transfers to make the next week. However, you can't roll over again from that point. So you'll never have three free transfers to make you will only ever have a maximum of two in a normal game week. Um, so that's kind of how transfers works. And from my perspective, that's like the main game mechanic that it's important to remember is that you have a limited number of transfers. And if you want to make more transfers than that, oftentimes you will have to uh, sacrifice some of those victory points in the game. Was there anything I was missing there, Evan? I don't think so. Cool. Um, do you want to run us down the probably what is the most confusing part of the game, at least for, for me, which is the um, kind of extras like the chips um, and special plays that you can do at um, a certain number of times throughout the season? Sure. Um, do you want to start with wild cards or the yeah, chips? Yeah, let's, let's do that because the wild card is the most common. Okay. 
So, yeah, so you'll have two wild cards for, throughout the season, one in the first half and one in the second half. <clears throat> you want to make sure that you use that wild card. I mean, unless you're just doing incredibly and you don't need the wild card, um, which, which, but, which is never going to happen. Yeah. So you will, you will need to make sure you use your, for your wild card in the first half of the season or you'll lose it um, once the second half of the season comes in and that second wild card comes into play. So and you the, won't have to you that won't roll over. But yeah, what were you gonna say? I was just gonna say I checked in the first half of the season ends on the twenty eighth of December. Yeah. So you've okay. got quite a lot of time. Yeah, you've got a long time to do um, to use it. So uh, basically, what it is, uh, it allows you to make an unlimited amount of transfers rather than your just your one or two free transfers. Um, you can make an unlimited amount of transfers um, until the next game week. So. This we're talking in between game weeks. So let's say after game week five, um, your team looks like shit. You can hit wild card, make as many transfers as you want without it costing you extra points. You still have to work within your budget, like Taylor mentioned. Um, but uh, you won't be you won't be deducted points for any extra transfers on top of your freeze. Um, and so that that's a good way. That's a good time to like really mix it up change you know change the majority of your players um and then you'll roll with those players um for uh, until you uh until you get another wild card i guess um or you start transferring them out if if they suck so yeah that's that's pretty much it so it's going to be similar to um how you actually are setting up your team in game week like before game week one so if you're used to that then that's exactly what the wild card is um, it allows you to basically kind of clean slate, pick whoever you want within your budget, um, and then start from there. Um, you're still, you're just, you just keep going. So um, important to note during your wild card, as well as in game, as well as um, the preseason, uh, if you set your team, let's say you make transfers and then you uh, save your team. And the deadline, either the game week one deadline isn't here, or let's say in game week six, um, when you've played your wild card and you're uh, before game week six, if you've already saved your team and made transfers, you can continue making transfers up until the deadline, even if you've already saved your team. Um, so just keep that in mind. You don't have to, um, you don't have to get it right like one, one time in one session of transfers, if that makes sense. Yeah. So for instance, I have already made a provisional team. And I, and I will continue to be as like transfer news comes in in the real world and like players switch teams and things, I will be changing that. And I can do that without any cost leading up to the first game, which is played um, on, I think, Friday, August 13th. Yep. And uh, what Taylor's referring to is commonly known, commonly known in the FPL world as tinkering. So there will be lots of tinkering. Yeah. Lots of tinkering before game week one. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. So that's uh, so that's wild that's card. Wild card, yeah. Um, so the maybe one other um, or the next thing we can talk about, if wild card is the most common kind of power up, basically because you have two of them. Uh, these next three that we're going to talk about, you have one per season. So just keep that in mind that these don't um, you don't get two of these. You just get one. So one of them is bench boost. So yeah. you'll have your eleven starting players, um, and then you'll also have players who are on your bench. Um, who don't contribute points to your total 
um, because you've chosen not to start them and only players who end the starting 11 on a typical week give you points. Um, however, if you play bench boost um, during a given game week, those bench players, and I think it's usually four, um, will count towards your total. Um, so if you have, you know, players who are, um, who are starting for their teams, but you just don't have space in your starting lineup for them, um, that can be really useful. It's helpful for sometimes like targeting specific game weeks. Um, like if you know that, um, there's a double game week, for instance, and you don't have another chip to play, that might be a useful time or, um, yeah, just kind of thinking thinking about that in terms of the schedule. But that's like may, maybe like the easiest of the chips to to grasp because it's it's a pretty cool, simple concept. Just like your bench players count towards your total. That's basically it. Yeah, yep. I don't um, think I have anything else to add. You pretty much covered it. It is it is pretty simple. It's a pretty simple chip. Yeah. Do you want to talk about another chip, Evan? Uh, yeah. So. The, there's three chips. The first one Taylor mentioned was the bench boost. The second one is triple captain, another simple one. Uh, basically, uh, during during a game week, you will pick a captain uh, that will score you double points for that game week. Um, when you play the triple captain chip, uh, your captain will triple your points instead of double. So um, if your captain scores five points, five points, uh, five FPL points and you've captained him, he will give you 10 points. But if you've played your triple captain, uh, then your captain would, would give you 15 points. So um, important to note that you do also have a vice captain. And let's say uh, you've uh, your captain doesn't play for some reason. Um, if your captain doesn't play, then the vice captain would then double points. But if you've tr- if you've played your triple captain chip, your vice captain would actually uh, triple points would uh, receive, would uh, receive triple the amount of points um, they, they get in the game week. So um, just keep that in mind. That's a little caveat. Cool. Yeah. And again, that's another one. And I think all of these chips you'll, and we'll talk about this in the podcast, probably at length at different points over the course of the season, but these are things you'll probably want to think about in relation to the schedule. So, you know, if you've got, a captain who's playing two games in a game week, or maybe they have a particularly good fixture, like, you know, they're playing someone who's not very good um, and they're an attacking player, then um, those are kinds of things to keep in mind as you think about these chips. It's like, um, it's sometimes useful to think about them in terms of fixtures. Um, Okay, so the next one that we're going to talk about is, and this is the last chip, is the um, free hit chip. So. Um, I like to think about the free hit chip as kind of similar to wild card, but with some key differences. So whereas the wild card allows you to basically just start from scratch and, and start your team over and it's different from that point on, um, the, uh, free hit chip allows you to do something very similar, except, um, it only lasts for one week. So, um, you have your regular team. For a game week, let's say you uh, game week two, your team doesn't score you very many points. And so you decide, okay, game week three, I'm going to use my free hit chip. You will then have unlimited uh, transfers. So you can make as many transfers as you want. There's no, 
you don't take any points deductions for making more than one or two transfers. Um, uh, and you can do that as many times as you want, but essentially build a whole new team still within the 100 pound limit, but um, you'll be able to do that. Uh, that team plays for you uh, for game week three, which is awesome. You probably score a lot of points because you probably selected very wisely. And then um, after game week three, your old team from game week two comes right back. So the the um, it's like a one-time new team that then reverts to your old team after that one week. Um, so again, useful to think about this in terms of the schedule. Maybe you have a bunch of players who have bye weeks during a certain week and you don't have enough free transfers to get them out of your team or you don't want to take extra point hits. Um, or maybe they're just like some players who are really on fire and they have a good game and you want them in your team and uh, you want to use your free hit chips to do that. Those are good times to, to use that and then know that you'll go back to your old team afterwards. Um, did you want to add anything to that description? Of no, you nailed it. Cool. Yeah, that was the one that took me the longest to wrap my head around. Yeah, yeah. It it's it it's it's funky until you actually play it, um, and then you're like, oh, okay, that's actually fairly simple. Um, yeah. yeah, it's basically just a temporary wild card. So, yeah, um, yeah you explained it very very thoroughly, um, very simply. You did a great job. Thanks, man. You too. Thanks. Um, <laughs> cool. So well, what's next? I don't even remember what we were talking about. Uh, we talked about the classic league we talked about the zombie league we talked about that movie that you were trying to yeah talk about uh, oh. cards and chips yeah do we do we just want to talk about a couple players that we're interested in watching this year and then wrap it up uh yeah i think so um i don't think there are any other rules that are worth uh noting necessarily i mean other than like the basics um do you have one i remember one thing that it's that i think might be it's not a rule, but it's something that oh. is on the horizon, which is the cups um, or the cup. So uh, as, oh. someone, <laughs> as someone who has created an FPL team, you will be automatically entered into this like game-wide competition. Well, not automatically. Oh, really? Yeah, you do have to, you have to, um, you do have to play. So like the game week before that it starts, the game week before it starts, they take the top like four million players. Oh, that's those right. people play the cup. Yeah, yeah, but they, I mean, it's, yeah. essentially that's what it is because basically it's getting rid of like inactive teams. Well, no, it's not. It's for that specific game week. Oh, it's not. It's yeah. not the. It's not one game weeks one through sixteen. It's like only game week sixteen. Oh, so I you didn't even miss realize it that. If you just have a bad, yeah, it's possible. Oh. Okay, so wow. So later yeah. on in the season, there will be a week, game week 16, it sounds like, from what Evan is saying. It's around the middle of the season. Okay, yeah. Um, so thereabouts. Um, there will be a time in which you can qualify for a cup that is a competition among a select number of teams from uh, across the game. And I think last year it was like you – I think all of us qualified. Right, except for I think all of us, I think maybe all of us, but one or one person qualified. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. But basically, what that means is um, each week from then on, kind of running parallel to your normal classic um, points accrual 
over the course of the league, you will also be playing head-to-head against another player um, from the game. So the, it'll randomly assign you an opponent, and basically you're playing head-to-head with that player for that one game week. And if you win, you get to do the same thing with another person who has also won. Um, and if you lose, you're just out of the cup. Um, so you'll kind of just, it's just kind of a fun little parallel competition to see how far you can go in the same way yeah. that like the FA Cup runs parallel to the Premier League. Um, and last year, uh, Spicer got extremely far. I can't remember exactly how far. He won like five or six. Yeah, yeah which is pretty unprecedented, honestly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For, for our league. Um, so you're lucky if you win like two or three. I think I won my first game and then lost. Yeah, I lost my first game. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's just that what happens. Out. Sometimes you get a good player. Sometimes you get an inact like a someone who's not really paying that much attention. And you just get to go through. Right. Um, right. So that's something to also be on the lookout for. We'll we'll uh, be reminded of that as it. Yeah. Happens. Yeah, and before we talk about players, there is there are um, there are rules obviously listed on the FPL website. So if you're very new and you want to know how players score points or like some of the uh, other basic things, or you want refreshers on what we've described already, then head over to that um, website, read the rules. um, And that way you can learn more about it, but we won't get into details into any more things, but feel free to ask us clarification questions on Slack. Um, Be more than happy to help. But I think we've touched on like most of the, important things that players will have to keep in mind yeah so cool yeah so um we want to close out just by talking about um a couple of players who based on what we've seen and what we've read over the offseason some euros stuff um who we're excited about watching this season uh specific players they may be I, I think we can actually expand this, Evan, if we want to, to not just like fantasy related players, but like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just players we're excited about watching. Um, because um, I don't think fantasy is always the best lens for like watching soccer. Oh. It's like fun, but it's nope. not like it's not like nope. the, the greatest way to kind of watch the game. So, um, with that in mind, who are you interested in staying in the league this year? Well, I think it's important to start off with the guy everybody's talking about, Jaden Sancho. I think everyone's eyes are going to be on him moving to Manchester United. I mean, the last couple seasons, it's they've been trying to get him, and um, he's the hottest prospect in the world. I think right now, the like the young, like the hottest young um, player that everyone wants. Um, so I think it'll be really interesting to see how he does. Um, now, from a fantasy perspective, he is nine point five million, which is a little pricey coming into the league at, at such a young age. Um, but regardless, I I'm very interested to see how he does. I've not really watched him play a ton at Dortmund. I, I think you have. Uh, I think you've watched uh, quite a few Dortmund games. So I'm interested to see what you have to say and maybe what you think he'll contribute. But I'm interested to see how a he. Uh, obviously adapts to the Premier League, um, which is different than the German League or any other um, European or international league. Um, you know, they're all different. So um, that's always the big talking point is how are foreign players going to adapt to the Premier League? And he's English. I don't know if that's going to help him um, because he's not really played in the Premier League. But yeah, 
interested to see what he can do. I'm, I'm hoping that he can provide some excitement. He's going to be a winger. So I think that, you know, there's a little less responsibility on him and he can be maybe more creative. So I'm hoping to see a lot of flashes of, uh, of dynamism and brilliance there. So we'll see what happens. What, what do you think of him and what do you think he's going to do? Yeah. Is he going to pull a Timo? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I mean, uh, it's a little bit hard for me to say just because he's a very strange player. Like, I'm not sure there, I was actually just thinking about this today. I'm not sure there's a great like analog for him in the Premier League right now, honestly, of like, I think maybe because the like winger position is not really as much of a thing anymore because like yeah. wing backs are so important, right? So you've got like right. your Trent Alexander Arnold's and your like Luke Shaw's and your people like that who are basically up and down the field the whole way. Um, and so like the kind of wing attacking midfielder position is a little bit less um, prominent. Um, the player who I would say he reminds me most of is if you've ever watched Angel Di Maria play, yeah, like at okay. PSG, um, yeah. He doesn't play centrally, but he like lurks out on the wing and like just cuts inside super quickly pretty often and is technically skilled enough to like play in the center as well um, when he needs to. But his real kind of like value is like almost as like a kind of vulture who's just like waiting to swoop in uh, from, I think for him, it'll probably be from the left side. Um, but I guess he can play both wings is kind of what I understand. Um, so he's like just very exciting, not really a style of player that the Premier League has seen a lot of recently. So that that in and of, it, of itself is really interesting. And um, he had a great, well, he had a good second half of the season. He had a bad first half of the season last season with Dortmund. Um, was really underperforming, um, but really switched it on in the second half of the season. Um, and is yeah just a much better player than because he was like there was talk of him coming into the league last year and he's a much better player now than he was last year so yeah i'm very excited to watch him play i hope he gets playing time oh i think he probably will um yeah i think he will Uh, if they've bought him they're gonna play him i mean i don't know that's the way I see it. Uh, who do you, who who are you interested in in uh, watching this this season coming up? Um, so this is kind of from a like a personal, just like pleasure of watching perspective, and also from a fantasy perspective, is Yuri Tielemans at Leicester. Um, he uh, plays in the midfield for Leicester, and he played in the midfield for Belgium during the Euros, and had just an incredible turn, like. Uh, I mean, Lukaku is the best player on that team, I would say. Besides including Kevin De Bruyne. I, I think including Kevin De Bruyne, but that's just a different conversation. Well, uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, they're different, they're different thing. players. But yeah. Um, but I think Yuri Tielemans in that tournament was the second best player on that team. Um, and was, yeah, just really good. And I think he is a steal. I think he's like 6.5 or something in the midfield right now. Um, unless I'm mistaken, is his cost. Yeah. Um, and I think I think he'll be fun to watch. It'll be interesting to watch Leicester in general this year to see what their team's like. 
it'll kind of depend on who they are able to keep, whether they're able to keep like Kalechi and Acho, for instance, um, and how they kind of bounce back from what was a good but ultimately kind of disappointing season last year. Um, so, yeah, excited to watch your achievements. Nice. Um, yeah, I think you mentioned another player uh, before we started. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, don't uh, know, I don't know that if I – I'm trying to think if I have any other players. I mean, there's okay. lots of that I'm interested, but go ahead and talk about – I'll just talk about Kai Havertz for yeah. 30 minutes and then <laughs> uh, <laughs> – okay. No, again, again with uh, – this is still very much up in the air based on, you know, it doesn't look like – I don't think Holland's going anywhere, especially not to Chelsea, but um, still some things might shake in between – now and the beginning of the season with their attacking kind of force at Chelsea. But I don't think there's any question that Havertz is going to be central to whatever is happening there because at the end of the season, if you watched Chelsea at the end of the season, he really started to kind of come into his own. And at Germany in the Euros, for Germany in the Euros, he was playing extremely well. Saw, like, I would say the first flashes of, like, the Kai Havertz, who was just like destroying people at Bayer Leverkusen. Um, and so, and scoring goals, like that, that was the thing too. I think he, I don't remember how many scoring goals, like three. Um, but I think it'll be extremely, I think, he, I think he's going to tear it up this year, honestly. That's kind of what I think. Yeah, that would be fun. I mean, I think they, they kind of need that. They kind of need a. Chelsea is lacking a star player that um, that is like consistent, kind of like uh, they're missing ever since Hazard left. Yeah, they've like lacked that one just incredible player that's just always on it. Totally. Um, and of course, he had some like poor games or just didn't perform. But like for the most part, he was just he was always a threat. And like with. Pulisic, either he's hurt or he's just kind of not getting minutes and he's a little, I don't know, not really um, in the zone. But, like, yeah, and, like, Mason Mount isn't necessarily going to be that guy. He's going to be, like, the steady rock in the midfield. But you need someone that's going to be, like, someone that has the ability to just beat a person and and – hit one from the 18 yard box and win a game, you know? And like, yeah. that's, that's who you think he's going to be or make, make that last pass into the, whoever's playing uh, at, at striker. You know, I think that's, that's more what he was doing at Germany was just like, yeah, totally incisive yeah. final passes. Totally. And yeah. And you, you would love to see that happen at, at Chelsea. I mean, they're going to be, if, if he ends up like tearing it up, like you say, they're going to be incredible. Yeah, I know. Yeah, tell me about it. It's gonna it. be so good, especially if Timo actually can get his shit together. Yeah, and <laughs> if they, I mean, they're trying. It seems like they're trying to get a number ten right now. So I don't even know what I know. they're gonna do. Because like they're, that was they're all over the place, man. Yeah, they're I mean, I can see why the like the like Timo Mount Havertz thing was like a very strange attacking. Oh. Yeah, like like yeah. way to way to go about things, but it, and I mean, then, it like and then you've got and then you've got Ziyech. right? And Pulisic, like, right? And who? Pulisic. Oh yeah, and Pulisic. So it's like, how are they all going to fit in? How like, 
yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they do, but like they're going to be, I think they'll be very good. I think they'll be very good this season. Yeah. Uh, anyone else you want to talk about? No, not necessarily. No one's coming to mind. I mean, there's obviously a lot of things that we could talk about, but I think we've done a good job. Cool. Awesome. Well, that was our um, introduction to the Corporate Global Fantasy Premier League. What we're going to yeah. do, just to give you a heads up, is um, uh, next week we're going to be recording an introduction to the Premier League, basically, for this season. So we're going to go through each of the 20 teams who are in the league this year. We're going to limit ourselves to three minutes per team to discuss them. Um, just to give you a kind of just brief prezi of um, what is going on with each of these teams, any like big transfers they've made in between or since the end of last season and some things to look out for. So that's kind of where we're headed before the season begins on the 13th. Yep. Um, and then uh, up until then, we will um, be announcing in Slack the leagues. Uh, first, we'll probably get the Classic League going, um, get people joined, and then um, I will work on announcing the Zombie League as well. Um, so just be paying attention to that in uh, Slack. Uh, you'll be seeing stuff about that. And then, yeah, we'll we'll remind you um, the next time we record for our uh, FPL preseason um, podcast where we're talking about each team. So. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll definitely remind everyone then, but yeah, keep your eyes peeled on the Slack. Keep your eyes peeled. All right. Uh, I think that's it for today. Uh, thanks for talking, Evan. Yeah, it's a pleasure. It always <laughs> is. And I uh, can't wait to win the league again this year. All right. See y'all later. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Have Bye. fun. Bye.